and welcome to Phaeology, the study of Fire Emblem Heroes. This is Grepstein, and I'll be your Phaeologist today. Today I wanted to share my quick thoughts and analysis of Julius, who is the latest Grand Hero Battle Reward. So today I'm going to go through his stats, matchups, and skills, and at the end of the episode I'll share my rating of Julius with you. So Julius is the third red mage that we've gotten through Grand Hero Battles, after his father Arvis, and after Leon. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to his in-game quotes yet, I highly recommend that you try listening to them. I think his voice actor did a fantastic job delivering the lines. He seems a little bit like an angry guy to me, uh, just taking a crazy guess there. But uh, I really like all the things that he says in the game. So his stats are actually pretty similar to both his father Arvis and his mother Deirdre's. He has 151 BST, and unmerged, he has 38 HP, 35 attack, 27 speed, 16 defense, and 35 resistance at level 40. From his stats, I think it's pretty clear that his attack and his resistance are his two strong stats. He's a fairly slow unit, and he's pretty much not going to want to duel with any melee units in the game because of his really low defense. His weapon is Loptus, and it has 14 might, and it has a few other interesting effects, which I think make it kind of cool. So his tome makes him weak to weapons that are effective against dragons. But any unit without effectiveness against dragons, so any unit without falchion, uh, Nagatome, or without Refined Binding Blade are going to get minus six attack debuffs in combat when they're facing Julius. So this is actually the first combat debuff, in combat debuff, uh, that we've seen in the game. He comes natively with Guard as his B-slot skill and Attack Ploy as his C-slot skill. He's actually the first unit in the game to have Attack Ploy available at four stars, which is pretty nice. Though we do have attack ploy as a sacred seal, which makes it a little bit less valuable to fodder off attack ploy. However, if you are thinking of foddering off a four-star Julius for attack ploy, then I would consider the Green Dragon Fey or Sheena. Those are two units that I think that they really thrive when they have attack ploy either as a seal or as a C-slot skill because of their high mixed bulk. So Julius also comes with Draconic Aura as a special, which isn't too bad, um, but I would recommend giving him Iceberg instead of Draconic Aura to do a little bit more damage uh, because his resistance is so high. So that's the first change I would do for his base kit in order to make him uh, pretty good. I would also give him Fury for his A-slot skill. For his B-slot skill, you have a couple of different good options. So it depends on how you want to use him based on which skill I think you should give him. You could stick with Guard as his B-slot skill, though I do think that Quick Repost is a slightly better B-slot skill for him uh, if you're planning on building him to be an enemy phase unit. If you plan to build him as an enemy phase unit, I would also give him a Distant Defense Sacred Seal to improve his matchups against mages and other ranged units. 
So alternatively, if you want to build him as more of a player phase unit, then I would give him Sword Breaker, since we do have a ton of sword units in the game. And a lot of the sword units in the game are among some of the fastest units. I would also give him Res Ploy for his seal and stick with Attack Ploy for his C-slot skill, regardless of which build you go with. So because you're going with Attack Ploy as his C-slot skill, this stacks up really nicely with Loptis, because Loptis gives minus six attack for his foes in combat, and this stacks up with Attack Ploy, which will give minus five attack uh, for visible debuff stats if you line him up correctly before battle. So let's check out a couple of builds and see how well Julius does in the Mass Duel Simulator. So for the first build, let's check out his enemy phase build and go with Iceberg, Fury, Quick Riposte, Attack Ploy, and Distant Defense as his seal. And I'm putting Quick Riposte 3 on in the simulator, but really it probably doesn't make too big of a difference if you want to give him Quick Repost 2 and save out on 20,000 feathers or save Quick Repost 3 for another unit, uh, Quick Repost 2 isn't a bad way to go. So taking a look at how well he does with this enemy phase set. So first off, seeing how well he does if he initiates combat in the player phase first, he wins 31% uh, of matchups uh, by starting his attack in the player phase. So not terribly good, um, but let's see how well he does in the enemy phase, which is how I've built him with this set anyway. So in the enemy phase, he actually ends up doing even worse. He only ends up with 22% of kills by allowing the enemy to attack him first. And this is using the hard enemy pool in the mass duel simulator. So that's not very good. He doesn't do very well dueling in either player phase or enemy phase with this enemy phase build that I gave him. However, let's keep in mind that he is really set up to do well against magical units and not set up to do as well against physical units. So if I limit his enemy pool to just the magical units in this pool, in the player phase he does much better and he wins 65% of matchups in the player phase with this same build just against magical units. And in the enemy phase, he does just about equally well. He's gonna win about 60% of matchups if he starts off by taking the first hit in the enemy phase. So I think it's pretty clear that Julius is gonna do pretty well against other magical units. Not exceptionally well, but he's gonna do pretty well and it's really those melee units, especially those physical units, but also dragons too, which can target his low defense, that he's really going to struggle with uh, if you give him this enemy phase-oriented build. So let's switch gears and take a look at the second build that I mentioned earlier. And so all that I'm going to change in his skill set is I'm going to change his B-slot skill to be Swordbreaker. And I'm going to change his seal to be Res Ploy. So now, taking a look at how well he does against the full uh, enemy pool again of the hard pool, he wins 54% of matchups 
when he initiates combat in the player phase. So 54%, that's not too bad. Uh, it's certainly a lot better than he was doing with the enemy phase matchup from before. He does uh, actually gain just a little bit in the enemy phase by going with this build. And he actually ends up winning 25% of his matchups, which is a slight upgrade from the 22% from the first build that I went over. So you can see uh, against all units, he does a lot better with this second build. So now if we limit enemies to just the magical enemies only again, to try to do a fair comparison, he's gonna do just as well in the player phase uh, with this second build. And he's still, he actually has the exact same uh, win rate in the player phase at 65% as before, which actually isn't too surprising since uh, the skills that he had before of quick repost and distant defense weren't making any difference for him in the player phase. So that stays the same. In the enemy phase, he does slightly worse against magical units, which again, shouldn't be too surprising by taking away quick repost and distant defense. Uh, before, with the first build, he won 60% of matchups against magical units. And with the second build, he loses just a couple more than before and now he gets 55% of wins with this second build. So still not too bad. And overall, he gains quite a bit against melee units and sacrifices just a little bit against magical units with the second build. So I actually went ahead and I built him with this second kit that I just talked about with Swordbreaker and uh, Resistance Ploy as the seal that I tend to use him with as opposed to giving him a skill like Quick Repost. And part of the reason for that is that I think Quick Repost is one of the premium skills in the game. Uh, you can only get access to Quick Repost 3 at 5 stars. And I just didn't think that Julius was worth giving Quick Repost 3 to. Now, some of you may disagree and you might like Julius quite a bit. And it probably is going to help him just a little bit against ranged units to have quick repost, as I mentioned. Uh, but overall, I tend to focus on having him KO some more melee units in the player phase uh, and sacrifice just a little bit of his mage tanking abilities. So I just wanted to go through some of the matchups that he has uh, by using this second build, which, which I think is maybe his best build to use. So looking at red units and how he matches up against different red units in the game. Both in the player phase and in the enemy phase, he actually beats all red mages with this second build. So I think that's pretty good to be able to do that as another red, red mage himself without the weapon triangle advantage over them. But he does lose out to all red dragons. So uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, dragons are able to target his low defense if they have a refinement on them. So he's gonna lose out to all of them. Against blue units, where he has the color disadvantage, he actually is able to beat most blue mages in the game with this second build. Delthea is really the lone exception to this in when he's attacking in the player phase. Uh, she is strong enough to, to stick it out and to beat him. And again, blue dragons, he is unable to beat any of them. 
Looking at the enemy phase when he's tanking blue mages, he can actually take down Deathblow, Moonbow, Quickened Pulse, Reinhardt, which I think is really impressive. Uh, he can even take him down even when Reinhardt is built up to plus 10 with certain builds, which is really impressive for a red unit who is, doesn't have any merges on him. He can also beat Olwyn and Lind, Summer Corrin as well. So that's pretty impressive that he beats out on a lot of these blue mages when they're attacking him. Though he does lose out to Ishtar and Delphia, Love Abounds Lin, and all blue dragons when they're attacking him as well. And switching over to looking at how he does against green units. So depending on Julia and Deirdre's IVs, he may just barely lose out to them. Depending on their IVs, he might be able to beat them too. So based on some of his quotes in the game, he might not get the vengeance that he seeks against some of the units in the game in Fire Emblem Heroes. Uh, he does beat all green mages other than them, though. He fares pretty well against green mages, which isn't surprising as a red unit. Uh, he is sometimes able to beat male Grima in player phase, though he does lose out to a lot of green dragons other than male Grima. So uh, that's a little bit disappointing that even with weapon triangle advantage, he's not able to consistently beat green dragons, who you'd hope that he would be able to in the player phase. In the enemy phase, he beats all green mages and he loses out to all green dragons, including male Grima. So again, somewhat disappointing that he's not able to tank a hit from them because they're targeting his lower defense. So looking at how he does, that was just how he does against magical units and including dragons and mages. But let's take a look at how well he does in some matchups against physical units with Swordbreaker equipped. So in the player phase, he actually does really well against sword units, which shouldn't be too surprising because Swordbreaker helps him out quite a bit. He beats Ryoma and Sigurd and Alincia as well. But he still can't beat Zelgius. He's inconsistent about beating Ira, depending on her build. He has difficulty with Mia and Sword Reinhardt as well. And if Lucina and Roy have distant counter on them, then they can take uh, Julius down as well because they have effectiveness against him since they have effectiveness weapons against dragons. So against colorless units, he's able to beat a few archers, but not a ton. He can beat Bride Cordelia since she has pretty low resistance. He can also beat Halloween Jacob, or at least some builds of Halloween Jacob. And he can also take down Leon. For blue units, he's able to beat Ephraim, but that's pretty much it. And I'm actually a little bit disappointed about how he fares against Axe units in the game. In fact, he loses against a lot of units that I would expect him to hopefully beat. For example, he loses out to Hector, Love Abounds Hector, Camilla with Distant Counter, Minerva, and the green winter armor units as well. So that's a bit disappointing, but I guess he just doesn't have enough to take them out, and they're able to take him out with distant counter. He's also pretty bad in the enemy phase against pretty much any physical units, so he's really not going to want to be tanking any physical hits.
So Phil and I were talking about Julius as well, and I wanted to share some things that Phil suggested as well on this episode. Phil suggested trying out giving Julius heavy blade seal, and that will help him proc his special. And Phil mentioned that that helps him take out nearly every mage in the game, except for Delphia. So I thought that was something worth trying out. Phil also ran some analyses, and he found that Julius, uh, if he gave him close counter, quick repost, and close defense, that that would boost his dueling win percentage in the enemy phase quite a bit. It would get his win percentage in the enemy phase up to 46%, which is a lot better than the 22 or 25% win rate that I found in the enemy phase. So close counter does help him, but I don't know that it's worth going from 22 or 25% up to 46% and giving away a premium skill like close counter. And you're gonna take away some of his effectiveness in the player phase by doing so. Uh, but Phil did point out that if you give him close counter, it is gonna help Julius get some notable wins against Noe and Effie, which I think is very impressive to take down two of the best blue units in the game in his enemy phase. So ultimately, uh, Phil and I don't think that you should sacrifice the free close counter that we got from Takumi on Julius. Uh, you can do some other things to make him even better with, if you give him close counter, like you can put him on a defensive tile or you can give him summoner supports or other uh, player supports. But ultimately his defense is just too low and I'd recommend that if you're looking for somebody to give close counter to, that you probably look beyond Julius for who to give it to. So getting into how good Julius is, uh, looking at Gamepedia, they gave him a B-plus tier rating. They put him in the B-plus tier with Arvis and Summer Leo, which is one tier below Leon. And looking at GamePress's ratings, they placed uh, Julius in the third tier, along with Arvis and Leon both. And I actually agree with that placement. I, I think Julius is fairly competitive with the other two Red Mage uh, Grand Hero battles that we've gotten. So Game Press gave Julius a 4 out of 5 rating, which uh, I would actually go slightly lower than. I would give Julius a 3.5 out of 5. I don't think he's a bad unit. And I think the effects that come with Loptis are pretty cool. But I don't think he should be your top priority to upgrade to five stars uh, if you haven't yet unlocked his potential already. Though I will put in the caveat that if you've used him at four stars or three stars already, he's just so much more fun to use at five stars than he is at four stars because of the effects that Loptis gains at five stars that he won't have if you don't use Loptis because he doesn't get that he gets up to five stars. Uh, thinking about his relative abilities compared to the other two red mages that we've gotten for free, I would put Arvis with his recovering as a bit better than Julius overall because of his survivability with recover ring and the ability to help his team out with recover ring. I think Loptis is really kind of a selfish weapon because it only gives Julius the benefit of the in-combat debuff, and other units on his team don't get the benefit of that as well. And comparing Julius to Leon, I like Julius a little bit more than Leon, though. 
because I think Loptis does have a kind of a cool effect for Julius, at least. So if you haven't upgraded any of your free red mages yet, my order of priority to upgrade them would be Arvis first, Julius second, and then Leon. So I'm going to leave things there for this episode. If you guys have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me at grepsteinfeh at gmail.com. And I hope you enjoyed this episode, and thank you so much for listening.